Welcome to the Simplifying Jesus podcast, where we're breaking barriers through communication. I'm Bill Allen, and this is my buddy Matt Gunter here to tell you about what's in store for you this week. Yeah, so we're going to uh, start off this episode a little different than usual. We're going to start off with some of our favorite quotes, and I'm going to show off a little bit of our little bit of my nerdy side and our nerdy side. I think I can uh, tag Bill into this with. A uh, quote about fear from uh, the good old Harry Potter series. Um, the the bright young witch Hermione Granger said, "Fear of a name only increases fear of the thing itself." You know what I love most about that? What's that? You did it from memory. That's I right. Love it. <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna read mine because I think this is cool. I got one for you from Yoda. Here's this: Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. I'm not going to do it in the Yoda voice. Um, <laughs> but there you go, people. Guess what this episode's about? It's all about fear. And so season two, just to remind everybody, we are talking about, we're busting up myths about the church, things that are commonly believed about Christianity. And this week's no different. We're diving into the myth that Christians are afraid of new progressive ideas. So kind of what we're here and what, what we've heard a lot is that uh, there, the word phobia gets thrown around a lot in terms of the church, in terms of uh, Christians in general. And um, as society progresses, people think that Christianity is just stuck in the past with these old school beliefs. And so we're just going to walk through a few of these that, that people have talked about Um one of them that uh, comes up very, very often these days is kind of the LGBTQ phobia that we are, um, as in general, afraid of the idea of that group of people and, and that we are, um, because we believe differently from them about their lifestyle choices, that, that there's some kind of fear and, um, and that we're rigid and intolerant of people who have different beliefs uh, about those lifestyle choices. I think we've talked about that before. Rigidity yeah, so. and intolerance. I think that might be back in season one somewhere. You think season one sometime early on. I think we hit that one. Yeah. Uh, what about the, you do you mentality, you know, that everybody has their own truth. Um, you know, that there is no absolute truth. Our buddy, uh, a mutual friend of ours says that a lot. You do mm. you, man, you do mm. you. Um, and I love it. I love it because um, he means it. He means that we, you know, it's it's your call. It's whatever you want to do, and he, and he absolutely um, mm. does that. Um, we we're on the same lines with a lot of things, so we mm -hmm. know what he means by it. But so yeah. many people out in the world are like, "You do you," and who am I to judge? And and while that's true, um, it's not always best that everybody does what just what is best for them. Yeah, it kind of confuses things a little bit when everybody does their own thing. <laughs> <laughs> Another yeah. one is new technology. You know that we're that we're afraid of advancing technology especially when you talk about like the sciences and um our better understanding of things you know I, i've heard uh, this many times that you know all this new stuff it's not as good as the old way of doing things you know it's old and true which granted i did have a uh, 84 olds cutlass supreme that was a tank i had an 88 it was awesome and and i i will tell you that was the probably the most dependable car I ever drove and until it hit you know five hundred thousand miles and junked out in the driveway. So there's a little bit of truth to the old way being pretty good. Um, but you know, there's this idea that we, you know, that we don't enjoy things because we just don't understand it and with new technology, science, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I had an 88 and it was amazing. And it's, 
was probably the best car I ever owned until it got hit at 55,000 miles an hour. I see, ah. you know, uh, so <laughs> hopefully it seemed like, <laughs> it seemed like at the time. Um, so, um, I love this one, especially because I'm a musician. Um, but you know, uh, and maybe it's because I'm getting older, but new music and new styles of yeah. music. Uh, sorry to those people out there in the world that, that, um, um, that I know that are in this industry. Um, but I am not a fan of today's new country music yeah. being, being an old school country <laughs> musician myself. Um, I've never enjoyed rap music. Um, you know, I might've just turned off a few listeners, but, um, uh, <laughs> no, see, I'm all about the old stuff, the classic rock, the classic country, the, I even like the old, uh, uh, orchestra music or the old, uh, um, Hey, there you go. Big band swing, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I love that stuff. Um, um, but as things get newer, I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, maybe that one is true. Yeah. I I, well, I will, I will say on, on behalf of rap that I'm not, I'm not a huge fan, um, but it's mostly about content. There's so much of it that just has, it's just, ugh. yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. turns me off of it. There's well, some really good stuff out there too. Some, some you know, good Christian rap artists. But. but you know, what's funny about though, though, I will listen to some old school rap from like the eighties and nineties really? that, that uh, every once in a while, because it's nostalgic, I think. Uh, okay, um, okay. So maybe even that's true. Maybe it, maybe we are. Never mind. You know what? That's the end of the episode. <laughs> we just don't like new things. That, that's it. <laughs> the, the old things are the only way to go. That's right. That's right. But but the thing is that's what um, a lot of people believe that Christians in the church are that that we're stuck in the past and that we've got a fear of these new ideas the progressive ideas, um, but really that's not true and and so we're going to dive into that a little more this episode and excuse me Matt I think I just proved it was true <laughs> <laughs> don't confuse me Bill don't confuse me um, but but yeah that that's what it's all about this week so here's the real story first things first. Um, these ideas about the church and uh, about, um, the world and about everything else, um, these ideas are not new. Looking at Ecclesiastes uh, 1.9, it says, what has been is what will be. And what has been done is what will be done. There is nothing new under the sun. There's always going to be new ideas, new technology, new preferences in music or artistic styles. Uh, the one constant that we do have in life though is change mm -hmm. people in general i think can be resistant to change i know i am <laughs> i mean again i think we just proved we all yeah. are right <laughs> uh, no i'm kidding but while people can be resistant to change this shouldn't be anything uh based on beliefs this this is just in yeah. general uh indifferent to change my son doesn't like leaving the house because mm. he doesn't want things to change um mm. but when we get where we're going he doesn't want to leave that place because he's resistant to change. Um, I want my, to stay where I'm at. Yeah. And my daughter, on the other hand, she's all about change. She wants hey, to change her go. bedroom every day. So, uh, but so at that point, it's about personal preference, not anything tied to Christianity. It's yeah. just human nature. Right, right. On the other side of that, worldviews on some of the social issues ebb and flow, but the basic ideas are the same that they've always been. And I'm just going to encourage you guys. We're, we're going to encourage you guys go back and look at history, look at some of these uh, ancient cultures and civilizations and some of their beliefs, the, the you do you mentality, um, some of the different um, political beliefs of the day and whatnot. Go back and look at it and just see, you can see that 
a lot of the things that are considered progressive today have been around for a long time. So Matt, I don't think that we have to get into much detail um, to show that history has shown that the same social issues that are quote unquote progressive ideas mm -hmm. uh, today that I mean, they've been around for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And some of them have really helped civilization, like the new technology and all that stuff. Yeah. Some of them, not so much. It's you know, pretty much been their downfall. Like, so, Like new technology and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it kind of works hand in hand, mm, right? Social media. <laughs> <laughs> what are oh, we going to do with this? Um, um, don't, yeah, let's not go there for now. <laughs> that's a whole other episode, I think. That, that's a whole other episode. Um, so the, the other thing I want to mention is that fear is really not the right name for what's happening or at least it's not the right name for what should be happening i'll put it that way because yeah. uh, we we talked about this before we recorded that there is some fear in in that we are resistant to change and we're resistant to new ideas that's just part of human nature um but but christians shouldn't live in fear and in john fourteen twenty seven it says peace i leave with you my peace i give to you I do not give to you as the world gives. Don't let your heart be troubled or fearful. And you know, part of the Christian walk is specifically about not living in fear. And so if we did live in fear, that would go directly against that, against our beliefs in that. And so just as a kind of a, I guess, a disclaimer of sorts is, is fear shouldn't be part of the equation. That, that shouldn't be part of our beliefs. So Matt, don't you think intolerance and rigidity would be considered fear would be called fear by by the outside world looking in yeah I, and i think that's where that name fear comes from mm -hmm. is when we become intolerant of people that believe differently it now becomes a fear of the idea and somebody else has this now i've got to keep them at arm's length i got to push them out of the picture and it, it becomes fear um out of that out of that intolerance and just being so rigid and stiff that you can't even listen to a new idea. Well, and I think it could also be um, thinking that, oh, what's if I engage this person or if I become friends with this person or I do this and that, what are other people going to think? Right. You know, I've, I've known people who hide mm -hmm. their beer in the back of their fridge in case a deacon stopped by the house. Right. That's a fear, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. so you know, how, uh, how much more afraid are we going to be of mm -hmm what people are going to think, which is kind of one of the, I mean, I'm not, I'm certainly not going to say one of the worst things of all, but mm -hmm. that's not, that's not great. We shouldn't be worried about what society says about us because our identity should be in Christ anyway. Right. So being friends with other people and, and accepting and all that stuff, that shouldn't factor into the equation, but somehow it does. That's what we're called to do. Yeah. And we're called to be real with people. Mm -hmm. And granted, we, we don't want to be a stumbling block to other people, mm -hmm. but we also don't want to um, be fakes, yeah, and 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 make sure that we're um, doing things for show. In right. fact, Jesus calls us out in that very thing mm -hmm. uh, in in the Bible. I couldn't tell you where at this very moment, but I have seen it. I promise. Um, <laughs> It'll be in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Really, we shouldn't live a life of fear. We shouldn't live in this intolerance and rigidity, keeping people at arm's length. What we should have is hardline stances, hardline convictions, I'll say, um, against ideas that go against Christian beliefs. Because if we don't have convictions that we stand on, then we really don't have a faith system and we don't have beliefs. If we're not going to have convictions. So we, we have to have our convictions, but it shouldn't lead into a life of fear. 
Yeah, what was that other quote you mentioned in another episode, Matt, that um, talked about uh, having, uh, if you don't stand for something? Oh, the uh, G- old G.K. Chesterton um, says, tolerance is a virtue for a man without conviction. That's right. And uh, you know, tolerance is a big buzzword these days in society. Yeah, you mentioned that in the rigidity and intolerance yeah. episode, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 I thought that. I thought that one was was ringing a bell. Yeah. So there are some ideas that um, we've been hearing that that people seem to think that Christians are afraid of. Um, some progressive, quote unquote, again, mm-hmm. ideas, um, and and we're not. I think now, maybe some are. I don't want to say nobody is. No. Um, there, some are um, not sure of how it should look, and therefore are afraid of it. Right. Um, it's fear of the unknown, sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, one of those being social justice or equality. Um, that's something that is thrown around so much in mm-hmm. the, in politics, in gender right. talks, discussions. You know, everybody's so afraid of inequality that they're overshooting what equality should look like, I think, in my opinion, again, this is an opinion piece. So, uh, (laughs) but, um, if we look at that, uh, Galatians 3.28 says, there is no Jew or Greek slave or free male and female since you are all one in Christ Jesus. And that's the way, I, I mean, as a, as a culture, as a race, as a, um, as the world, um, that's the way it should be. Um, mm-hmm. we believe God sees us as he created us and there is no preference or inequality due to race or gender. Mm-hmm. I think, um, we are, we are creating that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, it's not that we don't have distinct characteristics and how we were created, but we're, we're all equal in God's eyes and we should all be equal in each other's eyes. Yeah, and I think that's one of the interesting parts of this conversation when you when you talk about social justice and equality is that uh, a lot of the actions that are taken and uh, things that are happening are actually just promoting inequality in a different mm-hmm. direction than it already has been. Yeah, and so it's and just an interesting observation uh, when when we're thinking about equality and social justice, there are people that believe that equality means flipping the script and really that's not what it's about what it should be about equality should mean everybody's got equal opportunity and and so and that's what we're talking about here is that we want we believe that everybody should have an equal opportunity for whatever happens in life and definitely most importantly everybody does have an equal opportunity to know christ and for salvation right but that that doesn't mean in my mind, that doesn't mean that there should be equal opportunity for people, uh, for example, such as men who want to have equal opportunity to go into a, a a girl's restroom in a public store or something like that. Just because we don't believe people should do certain things, um, such as homose- homosexuality, murder, rape, drugs, um, uh, as the Bible says, drunkenness, lewdness, you know, all of these different things that the Bible lays out. That doesn't mean we don't want people to be treated equally. Right. And and part of being treated equally is treating others equally as well. So, you know, you mentioned murder in there, like you should have the freedom to do whatever you want to do. But if you're going to take that freedom and go take somebody else, go take away somebody else's freedom, then that doesn't make sense. No. You know, if you're, if we're talking about, um, in anything there's there's a bevy of issues that we shouldn't dive into uh in this podcast but 
But, or at least this episode. Maybe down the line. Yeah, yeah. At least in this episode. Uh, but there's a there's a whole bunch of stuff that you know that and that's the problem with the you do you mentality is you live by your own truth and you are who you think you are that day, and now you're taking away somebody else's freedoms. Mm-hmm. And that that's so that that's not equality. And that's what that's what we're trying no one of the things we're trying to get at here is that's really not equality. So there's another verse. It's in Genesis one twenty seven. says, so God created man in his own image. He created him in the image of God. He created them male and female. And so gender equality comes up a lot. Um, and just pointing, this just pointing to the fact that God made men and women made both in his image. Um, one is not better than the other. One is not superior. Um, there should be no inequality between genders. And that's firmly in the Christian beliefs. So people have taken other parts of the Bible out of context, like in Ephesians 5, where it says, wives, submit to your husbands. People take that and say, okay, well, the man's the head of the household, so he gets to do what he wants, and the wife just has to deal with it. And they turn in you know, abusive things and all that kind of stuff. And that we, we don't believe that, because um, it also says, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. Right in the next verse. So Yeah, if y'all remember, <clears throat> Christ died for the church. Yeah. So, husbands. Be willing to die for your wives is <laughs> that's it right <laughs> yeah i mean exactly exactly and so you look at it all together you go back to genesis 1 like from the very beginning both were created in his image so we are equal and and that's really the bottom line is that we are equal we're equally loved in god's eyes and and that's what matters so when we're talking about social justice and equality yeah we're not afraid of that we're all about that Christianity is all about e- equality uh, for all people. We are all equal, and we're equally loved in God's eyes. Therefore, you know, we, we should see each other as God sees us, as equals and loved equally. Mm-hmm. So moving on to the next point that we've got here is science and technology um, the, and the advances in understanding that they've, they've created mm-hmm. uh, in the world. There are a lot, so I don't want you to hear me wrong on this, but not everyone in the church are still flat earthers. Uh, <laughs> not everyone in the church are conspiracy theorists, um, but there are still a lot. Yeah, uh, there's some of them out there. I know a few in one church. Um, <laughs> not our church. Well, our, I don't know of any in our church. I don't know. We're not. We're not. So, no, no. Yeah. We believe that science yeah. is, they're smart. And yeah. they're smarter yeah. than we are. Yeah. I've flown halfway around the world and haven't found the end yet. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. I, I, I can't say that, but I am I can trust <laughs> the pictures from space. You know? That's right. That's I, right. I understand how cameras work a little bit. Yeah. Um, even the really big ones. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm good with trusting those guys. They're a lot smarter than I am. Yeah. And, you know, the truth is the, the church is, isn't afraid of science and finding things that better explain how our world works. If anything, I find it super fascinating as an engineer when we discover new technologies or new explanations for how things work, that God put it into place. That's just gravity to me is amazing that, you know, at um, 32.2 feet per second, stuff falls to the ground and, it, and it's consistent. It always works that way pretty much anywhere on earth. 
um, you know, you get different elevations. I'm going to get nerd out, so I'm not going to do that. I, I want to know how many people y'all need to comment on this. Okay. How many of you knew 32 point, whatever seconds he said, <laughs> uh, because I didn't know that engineer brain over here talking engineer brain. That's it. It's a scary world. Um, but you know, the fact that it's so consistent and it's exactly what we need to be able to live here on earth. Every time we find new science, improve these theories to me, it's just more proof that, man, God did what he was doing. That That's some crazy intelligent design. Things have to be perfect to sustain life on this planet. Couldn't have been an accident. And so really, science, if anything, to me, just further proves God's existence. It's not something that we're afraid of. And in mm -hmm. fact, I love it when science proves even more so that God is real. Yeah. Um, the problem comes when science is used to try to disprove God, because now we understand a new phenomena. And... And understanding how God made it work doesn't mean God didn't and still doesn't make it work. Um, yeah, I'll be sure to check out uh, season two. I think it's going to be episode 11 in a few weeks to hear more about um, how we're going to tie in religion and science a little bit and how they don't actually contradict each other. Um, now, Matt may be an engineer, but we're not scientists. So no, we're not scientists. So, um, you know, you're going to have to do some more research, but, you know, layman's terms, we'll be able to we'll be able to share some of this info for you. And, uh, and thankfully, um, there's some pretty good resources out there that we're going to tap into that have even tied in some of the most controversial conversations around science in the church. Uh, there is potentially a, uh, the evolution and the garden of Eden could both be true. What? It's crazy. Oh man, crazy. now people's brains are going to flip, especially the ones that are scared of new and progressive ideas. I know, I know. This this is next level new and progressive ideas. So there's a little teaser for you guys for the for the next few weeks coming up. Make sure to come back. <laughs> there is room for improvement in the church, though. We've been talking about how the church isn't scared of new progressive ideas, but what we've got to do a better job of as the church is separating that intolerance, that conviction of sin from the person and we've talked about this before season one episode three we talked about rigid and intolerance in the church and how that really pushes people away when we become intolerant of people um and there's there's two sides of this coin that we've got to be careful with i mentioned the gk chesterson quote earlier that tolerance is the virtue of a man without convictions and and it's so true that as as christians we have to live by our convictions if we don't follow what the Bible teaches and have our beliefs, then we don't have anything. And so we need to stand true to those convictions, but the tolerance needs to be intolerance in our own lives and what we're going to do with that. That intolerance can't be put on other people because other people have different beliefs. They may not know Jesus. They may have never read the Bible. They don't know what it says. And so you can't just expect everybody else to believe and think the same way you do because they don't they're not going to our that it's not our job to force that on other people we've got a very different calling that the bible gives us our biggest calling our our mission if you will is to love people and spread the good news of course spread the gospel and and to you that don't go to church, we we will would love to explain what that means if you want to know more. Mm -hmm. um, but we're not trying to preach to you here. Um, 
we are just here to love on people and accept people where they are and see everyone as God sees them. And, uh, you know, each of us, whether you are a churchgoer, whether you're a, a 80 year Christian veteran, um, whether you're a, um, brand new baby, um, you're a murderer on death row. God loves his wonderful creation. That's right. That's the bottom line about it. Um, we're not here to judge unrighteously. We're not here to condemn you for what you did. That's between you and God. What we're here to do is spread the message of, of God's love. Um, and that means setting aside differences of beliefs and seeing people as people, not as someone who is just wrong in what they're doing. Right. Um, or the way that they view things. Um, it also means being honest about our beliefs and about what's right and wrong according to the Bible. Um, we can't um, have intolerance about that on our part to where we're going to just say, oh, no, you know what? I love you for um, who you are and, and everything you're doing is perfect. That's that's not what we're called to do. Either. Right. Um, but we have to be willing to have tough conversations about it. But as we said in 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 season one episode three like matt mentioned earlier uh we have to do it in love and we can't just go around telling people that we don't even know that you're living life all wrong mm-hmm. um unsolicited advice will make you dislike someone and reject anything you have to say almost as fast as just walking up and punching somebody in the face yeah i am not listening to you in fact i'm probably fighting back if you're going to walk up to me and punch me in the face and that's what happens people get defensive you start saying waving your finger in their face telling them how wrong they are they're not going to do anything that's right possibly want to fight you i mean you know and there's there's a interesting thing that i heard that um preached on a church i think brian may have been one of brian's sermons um when he talked about kind of the steps the phases that people go through uh, to becoming a Christian. And the very first one is to trust a Christian. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for for Christian people and the people in the church who are listening, just a word of encouragement as, as part of kind of wrapping up this conversation is the best thing you can do to witness to somebody is to go love them where they're at. Get them to, you know, put your trust in them and help them to trust you. And then you can have those tough conversations. Then you can say, Hey, this is why I believe what I believe, or just this is where I stand on that issue and why I'm not going to go do that. You can have that conversation because you still have to have your convictions, but you can't have that conversation until you've built up some kind of trust and relationship. Mm -hmm. So then you can't walk around disliking people for what you believe they're doing is wrong. Yeah. That's not your place. No, not at all. So, Cue the celebration music. Yes. We're going to jump into our favorite part of the show, the outside looking, inside looking out. <laughs> I think I'm going to keep that. <laughs> so for me, um, again, my outside looking inside perspective, for those of you who have listened, you know, I didn't grow up in the church. Um, um, and I'm going to say that fear for me is something that I had before becoming a Christian. Oh, I'm fearful now of all kinds of things. Sure. I can't stand public speaking, but I'm getting more comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. The more I do it again, nobody's throwing tomatoes at me. <laughs> I, I know what the unknown is anymore, right? right? Nobody's mm-hmm. going to stone me for getting up there and talking or anything like that. I hope not. Right. But, um, 
as a whole, though, speaking where the church is concerned, uh, fear is something I had about going to church mm. because same thing. When I go in there, are they going to throw tomatoes at me? Are they going to stone me? Are they going to, for what I did, for is the life I lived? lightning going to strike? Yeah, is lightning going to strike? Right. <laughs> um, um, is the building going to burn down because I walked in the doors? You know, all of that. And not knowing is the is the hardest thing. And I can tell you that I still have fear, but I'm reminded that as a Christian, I know that we shouldn't worry about things. God tells us not to worry because he has it all under control um, and he's on our side. Um, and I can tell you folks that haven't experienced church and especially who haven't experienced a good church who might have been burned from the church or, or something like that. Um, try again. Don't give up on it because and I'm going out on a limb here, but the things that have probably happened to you um, were done by people that we're talking about in this podcast. Hmm. That those things have been done by the intolerant, intolerant and rigid people. They've right. been done by the hypocrites. They've been done by the uh, churches that just want your money. They've been done by the, you know, I mean, like I said, that's a guess, but I think it's a pretty good one. Oh, and that's why we're here, right? Yeah. Like that, that was our mission from day one is to, you know, we're, we're not out to tear down the church by any means, no. but, but we do want to have honest conversations about issues within the church. And that's what we're here to do. Um, and so, uh, from the inside looking out perspective, what gets talked about as fear a lot of times really should be a conviction of our beliefs. Unfortunately, it turns into fear when we start letting that conviction turn into an intolerance for people and an intolerance for, um, be, because intolerance for people because of their ideas. And so when we start pushing people away because, oh, well, I don't know how to feel about that. You know, it's the same fear of the unknown of, well, what if, you know, my belief this way and your belief that way, what if we can't be friends because of that? Um, and so you just, there, there's just unreasonable fear that comes up sometimes because of this unknown that's actually not that unknown but we think it's unknown because we haven't dealt with it i guess sure. so anyway um what we should have is a conviction of beliefs we need to stand firm in that we need to stand firm on what the bible teaches and what we believe but we cannot let that turn into pushing people away from us and pushing people away from the gospel it needs to always come back around to Love God, love people, because that's what we're here to do. I think our overall mission in loving people, spreading the gospel, um, I think that should trump everything. Now, I think there are also, and we've been preached this, um, you know, if you're in a bad situation, if you're in a, in a, in a uh, toxic friendship, a toxic mm -hmm. relationship, get out. If they're dragging you down, if they're pulling you away from Christ and the, what Christ wants you to be, and they're not wanting to listen or entertain what you have to say, get out. Okay. That's, right. that's, that's true. But if you are not being injured for lack of a better word by this person's, um, lifestyle, mm -hmm. if, if they're not causing you to go back to drinking or causing you to get into bar fights or causing you to, you know, whatever <laughs> the case is, if, if you're asking yourself, well, I don't know if I could be friends with this person because of the way they live, I think you're asking the wrong questions. Mm. I think you need to be asking, how can I, how can I love on this person mm. and, and um, show them how my life changed because of Christ? Yeah, and I think, you know, we talked a little bit before in a couple episodes ago about being careful about what you let into your life. Mm -hmm. And so there are certain relationships that 
you have to treat differently than others because right. it does bring in negativity. It brings in stuff that you don't need in your life. Like you said, if mm-hmm. it's dragging you down, it's dragging you down and, and you, you need to protect yourself to some degree, but, but have the relationship that you can yeah. and still love on people. Um, cause the number one thing that's going to push people away from the church and from the, the good news of the gospel is if we're not loving on them mm-hmm. and if we start pushing them away, they're just going to walk away. Yep. Uh, they're, they're not, they're not going to fight for that relationship so that they can learn more. Right. So fear shouldn't be in the Christian vocabulary. I think we've said that a few times yeah. here. Um, the reason we don't have to fear is because Christ died for all of us. And regardless of what we've done, salvation is available to everybody. Yeah, and so we've got a uh, our memory verse for season two. It's Romans ten nine it says, "If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved." And it's really as simple as that. Becoming a Christian is easy. There's uh, there's nothing to fear. There are no unknowns. It's really simple. Um, and so we encourage you to reach out to us if you have uh, questions about that. If you need more information, shoot us a note at info at simplifyjesus.com. Um, we would love to hear from you. We'll get you hooked up with resources. We're not the smartest guys in the world, but we know people who are really well studied and can help you in that journey. Yeah. I'm certainly not an engineer like Matt over here by any (laughs) means. So I'm not the smart guy, but we want to thank you guys for listening to us, uh, this week and hope that you will go and check us out on Facebook at simplify Jesus. And uh, we're on LinkedIn, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. Um, And if you need the links for all of those, you can find us on our website at simplifyjesus.com. Drop us a line, um, leave a comment below the, uh, wherever you're listening. I think there's comment links for everything, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Be sure to let us know what you think. Are we on the right track? And uh, uh, we will uh, catch you guys next week. Yep. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for jumping in.